your new or existing home is one of your most important assets. Yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Now, here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. All right, welcome to Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow. I feel like we haven't done this in a while. I know. It feels like it's been ages. It's but we, we did a rerun last week, and the, there's a reason for that, and it makes sense. But um, I don't know. I think maybe we're just like in summer slacker mode or something. Back to school mode. Yeah, yeah we've been school. doing shows. It just seems like it was, I, I don't know. I feel like awkward. I think I had one of those like nightmare dreams about everything going wrong <laughs> last night, you know. I don't know if you ever have those, but anyways. So, well, welcome to, uh, I'm really excited about today's show. So, let me introduce everyone that is around the table with us. First and foremost, Ms. Rachel, who is our associate producer. She's waving her princess wave. Uh, we don't allow her on the mic because she has the face of an angel but the mouth of a sailor. We say that, and then we curse all the time on air, so it doesn't really matter. God bless the internet. Um, but she's going to be posting some things uh, real time on Facebook. So if you're listening to this real time, or if you're listening to it in the future sometime, you can go back onto Facebook and see lots of the links that we're talking about um, and great ideas and all that good stuff. So that's awesome. Also joined as most of the time by Miss Karen Rastel, who is the best damn lender in the state of Indiana. Hi, Karen. I'm doing my devil princess way. <laughs> devil princess <laughs> way. So Karen's with Ruoff Home Mortgage and uh, working hard. Staying busy? It's it's picking back up, but yeah. it has definitely slowed down. It's has been it? weird. Mm-hmm. has not slowed down for me, which is I'm not complaining. I'm actually surprised. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was slow back in March to me. It, I felt like it was slow in March right. when it should have been busy. So I'm just, I got a funky year, but it's all good. So, well, thanks for coming today. And we definitely look forward to your input. And we are joined by Cheryl Smith. Hi, Cheryl. Hello, hello. Uh, she is with Consider It Done Lifestyle. Now you've kind of twerked your, twerked, not twerked. You haven't twerked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hi. Can we start the show over again? This is live. I did tweak that. Okay, you tweaked. You tweaked your title a little bit, right? Yeah, went to consider it done. That's that's the main point. Transition services seems to uh, embody more of what I do. For sure. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure, absolutely. So transition, um, I think if you just take that word by itself and think about all the ways we transition, I really focus on people downsizing, decluttering, Working with my seniors as they move to assisted living, I also work with younger folks who have a house full of kids who can't make a head nor tail of which way to go. <laughs> right, so right. Uh, yeah, it's all transition, you know, awesome. whether it's a physical space or mental or emotional. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we had Cheryl on in February, and then we replayed the show last week, so you should be able to find it in a couple of spots. Uh, and we were talking about a lot of downsizing issues then, yes. and and talking about uh, senior move. And um, you're accredited by the Senior Move Manager. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that wrong. No, National Association of Senior Move Managers, awesome. or NASM for short. NASM, excellent. Yeah. So, but today we're going to particularly focus on how do you live in a house, get a house ready, and while you're living in it and then live in it while you're trying to sell it yeah um, because that seems to be an issue that quite a few of my sellers are facing but before we get into that um, I did have a couple of things I wanted to mention and the first and foremost is you know um, I know some of you listen live and some of you listen in the future 
Um, but we are taping the show today on August 29th, um, so just kind of a, or 2017. So a little perspective there, and there's a lot of um, devastation going on down in Texas right now. We were talking about it right before we started the show, um, and it's uh, especially personal to me because my parents do live in Houston. Uh, so we've been calling and getting the daily updates. How far is the water from your front door kind of thing? And it tends to, for them, it's coming up uh, into the yard, and then it's receding, and they get excited because they see some pavement. And then it comes back up again uh, and then it recedes and uh, they have little spots of high ground in the yard for the dog to go (laughs) out in. Um, My dad's been out a couple of times, but he's sort of restricted on where he can go. Um, My mom's cell phone is dead and they've decided that they may postpone going to AT&T to get that fixed. I thought that was a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) But they have lots of uh, friends in the neighborhood as well. So um, we've been watching that kind of closely. And my mother seems to be really glued to the television, which is cracking me up because she's not a TV person. And every time I call to check on him, my dad's like, well, your mom's watching TV. And they just keep playing the same thing over and over again. And then you can hear in the other room going, no, they're not. They're showing an airlift and they're dropping the people <laughs> in the middle of the highway. And it's uh, she gets like real emotional about it. And uh, so anyways, um, but I wanted to encourage everyone to go to their phones, their mobile phones and dial 90999, which donates $10 to the Red Cross. It just shows up on your so cell phone bill, um, and that aids in the cleanup and rescue. Uh, you know, one of the things I thought was really interesting, Houston is the fourth largest city in the country, um, and the devastation that's going on there. And I know that there's also from the hurricane in Puerto Ranzas and um, uh, Corpus Christi and areas like that. Um, but, uh, you know, my dad said they were expecting, last night he said they were expecting 12 more inches of rain. Um, And then they hoped that it would be over. And today they said it is raining again. They said, this is crazy. I saw this this morning. Rainfall is so historic that in fact, the National Weather Service has had to update their color maps to measure rainfall. They simply didn't have an existing color to visualize how much rain had fallen. Oh my gosh. So I think pretty much they've gone to black. You know how it's usually like yellow and then orange and then Mm -hmm. red? Yeah, no, it's like black. Uh, 15 trillion gallons of rainwater so far with 5 trillion gallons more due by Wednesday. I saw another statistic because you know what all the news stations are doing. They're figuring out how to try and put that in perspective to people, but you can't because it's so astronomical. So they say imagine all the NFL stadiums because it's football season. Uh, Imagine all the NFL stadiums in the country and all of the college football stadiums in the country filled with water times 100. And I'm like I guess that's impressive, but I can't even visualize it. That's, that's 15 trillion. I don't know what that means. That's so much. And they're doing some uh, releases of dams uh, today and tomorrow, I think, that um, is what kind of has a little bit of a renewed um, concern because the bayous are overflowing. Um, so Cheryl and I were talking a little bit before the show, and it kind of plays into, um, you know, Cheryl likes to help people get rid of things. Yes, yes. And, My favorite thing to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and there's... Uh, I guess, you know, there's this feeling that we want to help. Um, And so people have this tendency like, well, let me just see what I have and send it to them. Because you feel like that's more personal, I think, than just sending money. Um, And I found this great article that gave some stories that I I just want to share um, because I think it's powerful for all of us. Because I'm the same way. It's like, can I buy some water? Can I, you know, can we load up a truck? Can we, you know, they had... Um, Hurricane Rita down there many 10 years ago and I was half in my car getting ready to drive down there you know to get in the way basically is what would have happened but 
Um, in this article uh, CBS News put out, um, they were talking about some examples of like a hurricane that had struck Honduras in 1998. A uh, million and a half people were left homeless. And um, the someone in charge of some of the disaster recovery said they got a call from a logistics expert who said that a plane full of supplies couldn't land because there were clothing on the runway. It was in boxes and bales and it took up yards of space and it couldn't be moved. They didn't have the equipment to move it. And they said it was things like the one high-heeled shoe and a bale of winter coats for Honduras in the summertime. Um, and so, you know, I guess I just want to really encourage people to think uh, think about it. Uh, and a lot of times the money is what's going to you know, get you a lot further. There was another uh, story about sending water because we all know to do that, right? Um, this was sending 100,000 liters of water will provide drinking water for 40,000 people for one day, which is great. But there was some disaster in West Africa, and they sent 100,000 liters overseas. It cost about $300,000 to send that water. And they said that relief organizations that have portable water purification units could produce the same amount, 100,000 liters, for about $300. So there's some high-level math there that would tell you how much water could be produced if we just focus on it. The other thing that I thought um, you know, was really important to think about is the small business aspect of it. And that's something I'm really passionate about. Um, but sending money allows the um, you know rescue groups to put money back into that community by buying things in that community. Um, and it can help keep the economy flowing in that community, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And Cheryl, I know you had a couple other ideas of things that people could do if they wanted to help. Yeah, I was, I was trying to look up some things just here in Bloomington, but uh, I did uh, find in Indianapolis, the Midwest Food Bank, which is located in Indianapolis, is actually taking uh, monetary donations as well as food donations. So if you're, you know, you work in India or close, you might be able to drop it off. Then they're shipping it all down. And I'm sure they're coordinating with people down there because Debbie mentioned it first. Um, Sometimes we get in the way when there's too many people trying Mm -hmm. to help. It it becomes more of a burden than a help. So, um, and then there was, I think it was the Hancock County Police Department is collecting uh, water, cases of water. I know that's not close to us because that's around Greenfield. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's happening within driving distance yeah. of Bloomington. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. So. And, you know, and I don't know if there's a place, maybe we can look this up and see if we can find something to post on the um, on our Facebook page. Um, you know, again, I know money doesn't feel personal. And you feel like if I just dial 90999 on my cell phone, boom, did I really do enough? You know, um, certainly donating blood is huge. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage anybody out there who wants to donate blood, give me a call, I'll go with you. Um, I always like someone to hold my hand. I'm not a fan of it, but I do it. I turn my head and Share go, your cookies hey. Yeah, exactly. Um, but also, you know, maybe just writing some, some letters um, and words of encouragement. Um, you know, there's certainly some things like that. I do know that now after the fact, and Cheryl, you brought this up when we were talking before the show, there are going to be needs afterwards. Um, and, you know, maybe just dialing the 90999 for the Red Cross donation now is good. Mm-hmm. And then keep your eyes and ears open in about a month. I remember after um, Hurricane Ike, um, 
I gave my, because that was in Houston again, I sent my dad an old laptop computer because there was a family that he knew that was sort of adopted by his church and they had some teenagers and they had lost everything. And at that point then, having a specific family that you could go to and say, what are your needs? Instead of having it deposited on the middle of a runway, um, you know, that I know that it got to someone who could use it. So, um, you know, definitely there is use for those things, but we need to prioritize I guess and right now it's waiting for the floodwaters to subside and just making sure everybody's safe and Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I wanted to point out because Rachel you've been posting it today to the uh, animal rescue Mm -hmm. Um, there is a is a GoFundMe did it's that, I don't, through Facebook, and it's like a Pets Alive office. Okay, Pets Alive, which is a, we have a local mm-hmm. Pets Alive mm-hmm. office right here um, that we support. Uh, and this is one out of Austin that's doing fundraising to help uh, the animals down there. Uh, my mom said that she was really happy to see people taking their animals with them this time as opposed to the last time they went through something similar where they had to. Karen's going to cry. I don't even have You don't even have I don't even have animals, yeah. but... Right. That's um, sad that you you would have to, for whatever reason, make that decision to leave him behind. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I mean, I already said that to my mom. I was like, nope, sorry, going down with my dogs, you know, if that's what it is. But, um, but you know, more the shelters are understanding now that the pets are family and need to come with them. But, um, yeah, there's some Facebook things, and we'll post a link to that on uh, our Facebook page, too, so you can help out that way. So, remember, 90999 donates $10 to Red Cross. I feel like a telethon. <laughs> In memory of the late Jerry Lewis, who just yeah. passed away in his telethons. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Cheryl about uh, how the heck do you uh, live in a house and try and sell it at the same time. So stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. 
Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. This is Real Real Estate Today. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Deb Tomorrow Realtor. Uh, and you can find all our past shows uh, on my Facebook page, which is Real Real Estate Today. I encourage you to go there and take a look at the show. Uh, it should show up for last week's date. Um, that was a rerun from February where we had our guest, Cheryl Smith, on talking about downsizing and just chit-chatting about great organizational ideas. Um inspired to get inspired to organize that was kind of how I felt after the last show yes, you did I, I did I yeah. went home and cleaned out my junk yeah. drawer <laughs> seriously I did and I was like look at all these pens yeah. and then Uris is like why are why are we getting rid of these pens I'm like we don't need them we have plenty of pens like, these are perfectly good pens and then we got in a big fight about the pens and so like, <laughs> but anyways my drawer is still pretty organized so Very I'm happy good. about Very that good. so we're going to talk today I had one thing we were talking about you know everything going on in Houston and asking everyone to dial 90999 to donate to the Red Cross um, one of the fun things that my mom said we were talking about all the sad pictures that we had seen and there's um, some pictures going around of nursing homes and people Mm -hmm. kind of a waste and she goes I need you to know that when it's time for me to go into a nursing home it needs to be on high ground (laughs) (laughs) I'm like okay mom duly noted and then that's why I was telling her about I had this great visit up to Meadowood which Mm -hmm. is uh, a retirement community here in Bloomington and they just went on and on and on about you Cheryl they're like we love Cheryl up there I was there twice today already oh my gosh what are the kinds of things you do up there well all sorts of things number one when people move in um that's that's the most fun, you know, getting their floor plan ready, getting them moved. And usually what happens is they'll call me a week after they move and say, hey, let's put up some pictures or, hey, I don't like the way my cabinets are. Let's rearrange it. So okay. I feel like I keep going back to continue <laughs> to do the organization. Yeah. Um, and then I work the other way, too, when people are ready to move out and move to other situations. Yeah. So okay. and sometimes I just go because I miss some of my clients. No. You get to know, it, you know, moving yeah. is an intimate Sort of thing. Right. I mean, I'm going through people's underwear drawers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say pictures, but underwear drawers. <laughs> so the stories that they share yeah. really connects you. And so, you know, I ran into two or three this morning. You said they, you can't just leave Meadowood, yeah. not if they want to talk for right. a while. So, right. so we I was did. there two hours. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. They they offer so many great resources to their. Um, residents yeah. pretty pretty cool I was pretty excited I definitely want to put you know anybody that I know that wants to do a tour of Meadow I'd love to put together a small group to do a tour because I had never been up there before yeah. um, and you kind of feel like it's secret back there you know it's on 55 <laughs> acres kind of hidden in the yeah, woods have you beautiful. ever been up there Karen I have they used to have the bank I used to work at we used to do ice cream socials once oh, a year mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I was just really impressed, and I think more than anything for me, you know, because I don't have kids, I always, this is my big stressor in life, who's going to put me in the home when I'm ready to go in the home? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, 
well, I'll just move to Meadowood and yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> They'll take care of me. Yeah. It'll be fine. You, you take know? your dogs with you. Yeah, and I can take my dogs. They're very dog friendly. They're very yeah. dog yeah. friendly. Yeah, yes, for are. sure. So, well, let's let's uh, let's focus. Let's focus. Um, good luck, Deb. Um, <laughs> so we talked on the uh, in a past show. We've talked uh, several times about how you make the transition from one home to the next. But you know, when I talk about it, I'm really talking about the mechanics of it. We talk about the three C's. You might remember where the options of selling a home and then buying a home. So you can make an offer that's contingent where you're trying to buy your dream home, but it's contingent on the sale of your current property. And that usually is kind of disappointing. It doesn't work really well. Um, Or what I call the confidence option, which is where you find a new home before you sell the other one and you kind of risk having two mortgages for a while, but you know, you have confidence it'll all work out or the couch option, which is you sell your current home and you risk staying sleeping on a couch for a while until you find your dream home. So those are the three main options that we talk with sellers about, but you know, when we're talking about it again, it really comes back to like the financial aspects of it. Uh, we, you know, bring Karen into the conversation and say, what can you afford? Right. Right. <laughs> can you can you afford two mortgages or you know what can you do? Um, but two out of these three options do require you living in the home while you're trying to sell it. Now I'll say honestly, a good number of my clients opt opt for the option where they go ahead and move, the confidence option where they're like, I might have a couple months of double payments, but I have confidence my house is going to sell and it's all going to work out. Because the old house can be empty and staged, which is something yes. you do a lot of that. I do a lot of that. Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of left alone for showings. But for a lot of people, that's not financially feasible. Uh, and, and there certainly are oftentimes this mental block. And this is why I feel like I have some clients there right now. Um, we've looked at some houses. They found some potential options. But I'm like, your house needs to be ready to go on the market. Yeah. And it's not because they're just like a mental block mm-hmm. on where do you even start? So do they freeze? That's what I, I they just kind of look at me with this blank yeah. stare like, Fix it. <laughs> they freeze via email. They sort of like don't really respond so much. Like in the beginning, they're responding really fast. They're excited. Yeah. yeah. And and then there's the, this is the one. I keep going, I'm happy to come out to your house and take a look and do a walkthrough. And they never respond they say, to that. Oh, no, no, that's okay. They, won't yeah. even, they yeah. don't even say no. They just pretend like you never even said it. And you all have said it. I think I've probably said it four or five times. Yeah. And it's like, and I always kind of joke and tell, I'm a no judgment zone. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get that we live in a different, you know, way than selling a house. Right. And trust me, I've seen everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, I usually tell people, I guess it's maybe a little tough love because when I'll do a walk, I'm like, look, this isn't your house anymore. This is a product that I need to sell. So I do not care if your neck hurts while you're watching TV. Your couch needs to be at this angle for the room to look, you know, good kind of thing. Um, But I'm not, you know, as sensitive as I think probably Cheryl is. So what's your first step? How do you deal with... Well, the yeah. F- yeah, the first thing is just the age of the seller. Oh, let's just get right down to it because, um, you know, my senior folks, my baby boomers and, and above, uh, I just did a staging with this wonderful gentleman. And every time we'd move something, he'd be like, why, why are we doing that? You know, I mean, it was, <laughs> and it was fine. And I just took the time to explain to him about, you know, when he looked for a house, it's not what new buyers, and I, I kind of think HGTV has created this we blame Monster. everything. I'm we blame sorry. everything on HGTV. Okay. On and I show. watch it 24 hours a day. Yeah, my me house. Too. But right. but what right. I but you know I think buyers just expect so much more than they used to. I don't know if you guys remember when I bought my first house. I was like, oh yeah, I can turn on the wallpaper, and make my own. Yeah, like, yes. Or I can. I mean, we were kind of ahead of that, and I that doesn't happen anymore. So the first conversation we have is just like you do. It's like. 
I'm not here to judge you. I know you love everything in this house. That's why you're here. But somebody else doesn't. They need to, number one, see their things in the space. Um, it needs to be more neutral. We want it less personable. You know, you got to take all those kid pictures off the refrigerator. I mean, I know. I love that space, too. Yeah. But, so that's the first thing is just the age and then kind of what they're comfortable doing. Um, some people are like, let's do it. Let's jump in. Yeah. So finding out um, what their goals are. And then we talk about like, so if you found a house, are you going to list your house? So I just try to come in and get a good sense of what's going on. And <laughs> when are the pictures is usually my next question. Right, right. When's <laughs> the photographer when, Yeah, Yeah, the realtors on the phone are like going, hey, it's going to be Thursday. And they call you Monday. Right. You know, and there's this panic. Yeah. Um, and just to go back to staging, I think one of the things people might be a little have a misconception about is we can stage without spending a dime yeah the last house I just did and she and this is a perfect example four children found the house they love mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the, their house had to be ready to yeah. go and it was a crazy amount of time that we got this house turned around it was, I was over there probably 20 hours really but we got it um I need to give your name to <laughs> <laughs> so um that's that's a big thing because we know, and you guys can attest to this, pictures are what pull people in. People are right. s- are sitting at home on their couch looking at, mm-hmm. at pictures. So that's our goal. You know, staging, I can use what you have. Um, believe me, I can make a great little centerpiece with a mason jar and some flowers I find tucked behind your, you know, you didn't know you had. Right. You know, or just the way you arrange books on your bookshelf. Right. So. One thing is don't panic. You don't have to go to the container store or any place to really make a house look good, um, you know, for, for staging and, and then getting yeah. ready and then continue to leave it like that while you're living in it is the, I know, the big step. And I'm sure you'll, you will probably touch on this. And where where does the excess go? Like where does that person <laughs> where store the hiding is? Spots? Where yeah. is the hiding spot because that's still out of the view mm-hmm. of... You're going to call me on something. Because after. Cheryl doesn't believe in storage units. I don't. I don't. And mm-hmm. I, I think I think because people get stuck with them longer than they need. I was going to say, I could see that uh, in my mind. I think, oh, this would be a short-term fix. We'll just go get a storage unit. We'll put all the other things in there. And then <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, well, we'll just leave it in there yeah. longer. Mm-hmm. And it's not that expensive, right? And then, mm-hmm. then you have it. So Rachel's shaking her head. <laughs> Justify. So it. Rachel, do you have a storage unit? No. My <laughs> grandfather had one in North Carolina for over 25 yeah. years. 25 yeah. years yeah. he had a storage unit. So there was crap and down in that back corner they probably wrote him a deed to it yeah yeah storage wars yeah yeah exactly storage wars for sure another favorite show i mean really if you're paying a hundred dollars a month times 12 is that how much a storage unit is easy okay that's on the low end and that's not even a big storage my husband for that space on the stairs i'm gonna be like hey man this is 75 dollars because it's in-house yeah but we've been storing some things for um a friend um I use that term loosely, but um, for, I think, four years now, and we have, a, like, a warehouse building that we, and we own, and, um, yeah, we're at the point where we're, like, if you haven't needed these things mm-hmm. in four years, yes. which has included the birth of a child and included a wedding and, you know, and included two moves, you probably have a kitchen table. Yes. <laughs> like, there's a kitchen table sitting up on that shelf. You probably have one now. Agreed. Let's, you know, repurpose that somewhere. Or, like, you know, you could have used these two toys two years ago, but anyway. So, let me share my most exciting new tip in regards to storage. Yeah, units. bring it. <laughs> Pack rat. <laughs> 
pack rat. Pack Portable rat. storage units on your property. So okay, like a get pod. excited. Yes, although pod does not service our area, but yes. Oh, that's okay. The, yeah, so it's yep. pack rat in here. Okay. But you're right. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So the house I just did, you know, we have four kids. Yeah. We've got a lot of sports equipment, clothes. And they're they're going to be moving. I mean, they've already yeah. they're going to close on the house. Probably a to month. a bigger house. Yes, a much a much larger house. So I did some research. I I I'd heard about this, and I was very intrigued because then at that point you pack one time, you pack, and put it in the storage unit, and then they come pick it up on a truck and take it to your new place, and you unpack. So with a storage unit, yeah, you load it up, you unload it. Yeah. You lo- I mean, and you it. never make it back right, there to right. move back. And so this one, you do pay a small amount of rent on it. It stays on your property, so if there's something you need to get in it or you can continue to fill it, I am a fan of those. So they don't have off-site storage. You can you if can you want. They can come pick it up. So if you... Uh, I don't really want that in front of my listing. Yeah. Well, some people have good places for it. Yeah. Others don't. So yeah, they can, they can pick it up and take it away. Um, and it's just for us locally it's in yeah. Indianapolis okay. and it's really I mean reasonable okay. you know under $300 to have it delivered and then the monthly rental is I thought extremely reasonable and then I feel like the family's like okay we can pack this up right we're you now we're packing winter things right now we don't right. need the coats quite right. yet so right. what a it was a great um, alternative and yes I know we said we'd have to spend money but if you've got the the capability to do that you may only need it for a month right. or two and then right. it's gone and you're at your new spot so. well and the thing is if you do things like that you're going to shorten the time that your house is on the market right. and so it's going to you know you're going to get the payback anyway. Right, so right. pack rat. All right. That's right. awesome. We need to get them a sponsor for the show. I think. Yeah. Yes, right? They would be great. Great hope. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about more uh, great tips. And I think we're even going to talk a little bit about how do you get the kids involved? Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, family of four, that can be a challenge yeah. for sure. All right. So stick around. You're listening to real real estate today. Your home for smart real estate. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions, and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. 
What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for you with Arvind Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at RealRealEstateToday.com. That's Deb at RealRealEstateToday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Thanks for coming back to Real Real Estate Today. I'm your host, Deb Tomorrow. Make sure you check us out on the Facebook, Deb Tomorrow Realtor. Uh, and Cheryl, if uh, people have questions for you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh, well, let's see. They can. Facebook is probably where I get a lot of um, requests at Consider It Done Transition Services. So feel free to like and share or just send me a message, of course. And then um, I have a website, Consider It Done Lifestyle Management. Dot com, which is kind of going through some changes. We're going to shorten that up here soon. So as soon as I make cool. that official, um, we can do that. So. And you're based in Bloomington, Indiana, where we are, God's country. Mm-hmm. Uh, how far out do you? I, you go? know what? I just had a job out of uh, Terre Haute. Oh so wow! I have, yeah, I got contacted by somebody out of Chicago who's doing a move up that way. So this the South Central part of yeah. uh, Indiana seems not served yeah. well right. uh, for people who do what I do. Right. So I'm finding I probably more than an hour gets a little rough. Yeah, sure. I sure would talk to somebody. Right. So we won't. Maybe you can Skype them and that's right. Walk okay. through your house and give them some ideas. Yep, I've so. done that. Yeah, absolutely. So we were talking about, uh, a, you know, family of uh, four kids that mm-hmm. you were just working on helping them get ready. Um, and so what were some of the things that you did, you know, just, you know, what were the things you did to help them get ready? Right. Um, one of the things, the kids were great and they were all ages. They were from, I think three up to 11. So that's still pretty young kiddo. Um, I brought boxes and, um, one of their homework assignments was the day I left the boxes. I'm like, you know, if you guys could clean up, they did an amazing job. So I think giving some, the kids some power over what they put away and, you know, you have to live in the house still. Mm-hmm. You know, your five-year-old's not going to be able to put everything in a box. They still need some toys and yeah. some books. So um, we had them put it away. And then we put them in a place where they could get it again. So they didn't feel like we were taking everything away. So we made some space in the closet. So okay. um, they didn't feel like their toys or things were too far away. So, so you're looking at like, say, this is what I always see. You like walk into a room and they have maybe a little short play table that mm-hmm. has like the cars on yeah. it or the Legos or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember I had this house earlier this year and I walked in the basement and there was probably 
oh my gosh, at least 20 linear feet of table space along the wall (laughs) that was completely covered with Legos. Yeah. And I was like, yipes. Okay. Well, and uh, yeah. (laughs) And so you're saying, you know, maybe they don't have all the Legos, but they take some of the Legos, but they put it in a box in a place where they can get to it. So if they want to pull it out and play with it, they can. I will tell you a very, very good spot for, uh, to keep the house clean um, and staging is under the bed. Yep. I'm a big fan of that. Um, just because kids can get it easily, um, you can buy some great totes. Although you don't have to, you can you can just put things underneath there, and then they're easy to get out and yeah. co- shove right back in. I did um, come across this great little tip that uh, while you're living in your house that you're selling, and you have kids that have special things, that you do go ahead and just buy them one special tote, mm-hmm. and that they keep everything in that tote. So if Deb calls and says, "Hey, we got a showing in four hours," you can go, they can "Hey, just kiddos, toss everything yep, in there," and it's got their name on it, and it, and uh, you can do the same thing with their toys or in their bathroom. So if you want to keep their toothbrush, their brush, their floss, uh, everything in a tote, and you just shove it away, that way it's not strewn all over the house, which it's just life. I mean, right. nobody's pointing any fingers. You're, right, you're trying sure. to live and sell, but you know you want to get it cleaned up. So, giving them some ownership, absolutely, because this new house is going to be theirs too, and um, yeah. it's actually really good for them to learn how to kind of get rid of things and make some decisions like that. So, yeah, uh, right. So definitely. I know. Um, we always kind of counsel um, sellers to get a little tote or something for the bathroom because mm-hmm. you know the bathroom counters get cluttered yeah and that just is and it's kind of yeah right you know like when i'm showing a house you're kind of like i like to pretend that it's a hotel bathroom and no one's ever been in here before that that's a great tip that you just said you need to pretend like you're living in a hotel yeah you, you need to have things out like you're on a trip for a hotel you know just put your makeup in your makeup bag yeah so that's a really yeah that's a really that's super a tip idea. is to think i'm traveling and that's all i'm allowed well, to have another thing too is that people who do clear off their vanity but then they stick it underneath mm-hmm. I've seen I, well I've had people tell me that they then when they go to open that uh, cabinet then they're like oh my gosh there's so much stuff yeah then they allude to maybe there's not enough storage yeah in this oh yeah place. so mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely like the under-the-bed idea. Yeah. It's a catch-22. They do try to say, just from reading from realtor sites, and I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. if you can keep it out of the closets, absolutely. And I just encourage you to keep packing. So once you've got the house staged and ready to show, it's not over right then. So keep working on the packing. If you know you're not going to need the dishes till Christmas time, pack up the china. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep working on those little things and, and getting those tucked away because you're going to have to do it eventually. Right. So we we talk on this show a lot about the law of attraction. Yeah. Uh, and just sort of believing that things are going to happen and mm-hmm. they will happen. And it's just sort of this weird, you know. No, it makes sense. Universal thing or whatever. But um, so I always say, you know, just start packing Mm -hmm. because you're moving. We're selling (laughs) this house and you're moving. So let's go. That's exactly right. Well, one of the um, articles I found that had some suggestions on um, selling a house when you have children, uh, one of the suggestions they made was know what you need ahead of time. So the first step in preparing to put your house on the market when you have one or more young children is to analyze uh, what your children need throughout the day. Like just sort of take a week to sort of step back and uh, and watch them and say what you know what do they absolutely need uh, and what's not necessary and then that'll help you kind of be able to pare down mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there thinking probably one-fifth of everything that child owns is what they actually probably the iPad or the tablet or, or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Because uh, Jack's got a lot of we're we're he yes we're having to purge his room in the next two days for some new stuff to come in yeah and I, I said we're gonna pull everything out but not everything is coming back in so that how starts, did he react to that 
He seems really gung-ho because it's in theory right now. So we haven't actually <laughs> took those, you know, we haven't actually executed, but that starts tonight. All right. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and I always tell him, just like clothing, we talked about that with clothes. Yeah. Two, whenever a new thing comes in, two things need to come out. Yes. So, and you can do the same thing with toys. Yeah. I think we, I try to go one I thing. I think you have the same in. reaction. <laughs> I know. I think I, I have a major, major closet issue. Uh, I, yeah, my rule is one thing goes in, fifteen come out. Like I could live on that for quite some time because I have yeah. that much. But um, yeah, that if, really if we happen. had the space to do like you just said, like the twenty or linear feet or twenty, yeah, yeah with Legos, of, we would have that. I would not doubt that at all. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's well, and um, you know, I think just keeping teaching kids to clean up as soon as they're done too. That was another tip they said, you know, so if you're going to play with Legos, we got to put them away. Yeah. Just, just during this time of show, you know, why the house is on the market. And I think you had to have that conversation with kids, right? So they understand what's going on. And maybe the realtor, and you guys can help me with this too, because I was wondering if, if homework time is from five to seven, yeah. then tell your realtor, my kids aren't in good shape right there. Like we're yeah. eating, we're doing right. homework, we're having family time. And if we could really alleviate yeah. showings between that time, yeah. I think realtors are pretty open to working with families. I know that yeah. you want to sell it, but I think if you find that good balance between knowing when is a better time, yeah. you probably would work, I'm, you know, but I'm just guessing. It's a, well, you know, it's a fine line because yeah. we say, hey, you know, you don't want to ever turn down showings. You want to make it really accessible. And obviously people are looking at homes when they're not at work. Right. So that tends to be the after, you know, hours kind of thing. But on the other hand, um, you know, you got to you gotta keep everyone sane. You know, I always tell my sellers, my goal is to get you through this and y'all are still married and still love each other. <laughs> that's, you know? right. that's what we're gonna try to do. <laughs> um, and so sometimes if there are special things, nap times or whatever, I mean, certainly I don't have kids. So I'm like, kick and sleep in the car while you're driving <laughs> around the block. I don't know. Um, but there are some people who are very strict with it. But, you know, you have to kind of find that balance. Mm-hmm. Be as flexible as you possibly can where you can right. and where you can't be really upfront with it. So then what right. also happens is if you're canceling showings or declining showings all the time um, because it doesn't work with your right. schedule, not good. Yeah. If you're upfront about it and we can and we get this a lot. We have third shifters, people who sleep during the day because they work at night mm-hmm. and trying to work with that schedule. If you're up front in the listing and I as a showing agent know that I totally respect that. Right. But if I try to sh- schedule showings three times and you decline all of them, right. I'm probably going to move on to a house that I can actually show yeah. and oh, get into. Sense. So yeah. there's uh, certainly, yeah. yeah. It goes back to communication, I know, with your sellers and right. your buyers and your realtors. So it's uh, right. just another piece of living there while you're, <laughs> right. while you're selling it. Any suggestions on just the simple things like getting kids to make their beds and yeah well and I think it's simple yeah the clean always cleaning and I know mm-hmm. that sounds terrible because a lot of us don't like to clean but you don't have to spend a lot of time even if you just give yourself five minutes and um if it starts in the morning with making your bed and just make sure everything everybody puts everything away just set the timer for five minutes like we do for yep. decluttering yep. you know if you don't like to do it just set it for five see what you can get done um and I think you can do the same thing while you're living in the house you yeah. know get the because like you said I may leave at nine and you call me at 11 yeah. while everybody's gone and say hey can I show the house right. so you're, you may have to create a new type of routine while you're trying to show the mm-hmm. house and it includes all mm-hmm. those little tips about making your bed 
put your clothes in your hamper right then, yeah. you know, brush your teeth and just do one quick wipe off the top of the, you know, with the, right. with the Lysol wipe. Right. And I'm going to do the same thing in the kitchen. Right. Um, you know, um, I love that idea of creating almost like a drill. Like we've got a morning drill and maybe there's like an evening drill mm-hmm. and we just maybe set a household timer for like, okay, five minutes, everybody to your stations, do your drill. I mean, you can make it fun like that, yeah. right? I don't have kids. I don't yeah. know. It sounds yes, fun to me. Can. Yes. <laughs> and you need to, because, um, we just took magic, the magic eraser. Yeah. And wiping the handprints off the doors. Yeah. So they come out, they, I have one, for whatever reason, he comes in, they, because his friends, yeah. and they all stick their hands on yeah. the wall, on yeah. the door, take their shoes off. So the last week, I'm like, no, 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 no hands on the yeah. wall, no hands on the wall. Like, but it's almost like, if you're going to put your hands on the wall, use this and just yeah. kind of keep it clean. So that yeah. could be part of, you just yeah. figure out what your, you know, five or ten hot spots are, yeah. split them up, and, you know, you have a morning and an evening, and yeah. you sound the bell or sound the whistle, and everybody knows they drop what they're doing and do the you know cleanup drill or something absolutely and uh and kind of make it fun and yeah give out some gold stars right well think about that i mean the the prizes we're going to a new house yeah yeah right and the key to call it a house like you said yeah when i start to move seniors we don't call it a home anymore yeah we call it a house yeah because it is it's a space right and matter of fact i even find myself calling it just a space because home still yeah, feels, you know, you kind of need to detach from the word home, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, so. for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, we are up against our last break. So we will go ahead and take that and come back and finish up with some more amazing tips with Cheryl Smith of Consider It Done. So stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to RealRealEstateToday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. We are talking today with Cheryl Smith of Consider It Done Lifestyle Transitions. Right? Did I get that right now? Transition services. Ah, transition services. But it's services. part of your lifestyle. Well, yeah, right, right. 
So, um, and you've got some exciting news that you're going to be doing a podcast coming up here soon, right? I am doing a podcast. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I'm sure everybody will be able to find it if they follow you and like you on Facebook and they'll see links to it. Yes, they so, will. Yes, um, they will. So I'm excited, super excited about that podcast because that's going to be that uh, inspiration that we all need. I think just someone, you know, telling you it's okay to do it in five minute chunks. Yeah. I mean, that to me is huge when I can start to do things like that and not feel like, well, I mean, I have to take a week off so that I can you yeah. know, do everything, but just do this one drawer in, you know, an hour and I feel yeah. better already. Yeah. Um, it's, you know. uh, it, there's so many things even associated. Once we talk about the drawer, it just the transition topics just yeah <laughs> like every day I'm just writing down a few more that yeah. you know could come up um, right yeah for sure it'll be so fun yeah cool well um we are talking today specifically about how you sell your house and I think we kind of got on the subject of how do you sell your house with kids in it um and so I guess we blame them uh, a little bit uh, one last thing I wanted to say from a real estate perspective is that it is okay that it looks like there's kids living in the house meaning the rooms are decorated for kids. You know, I get so many clients who say, well, you know, they have this really cute, like, pink and whatever room, you know, very obviously little kid room. And they say, well, I know I need to paint that. And I feel really bad for my daughter, you know, or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. That's fine. You know, because yeah. a lot of these homes are family homes. And maybe you don't have a fa- Maybe a family is not going to buy it. But it's okay. People, yeah. I think, know that and expect that. Yeah. So you find that in your work. You're not necessarily trying to turn it into some vanilla no no, I don't think no especially when their house is with multiple bedrooms you know there's something else going on with the bedroom I think people just want to see that there's space you know we get everything out of the middle try to you know push things out yeah it's you know ninja turtles okay ballerinas (laughs) okay we just like get all the legos put in a new place so you don't step on them because we all know how painful that is yes well i just had this listing and they have the cutest little like princess bed that has it's like a castle over it's the cutest thing and you know i put captions on all my pictures and i think the caption on that picture was i know it's adorable (laughs) that's like all i said about it because you know and then i'm like and it's not included but you know um that's in in the point this article was making was talking about kind of selling that family atmosphere and they were saying you know if you have a nursery or a child's room go ahead and play it up don't make it look like another bedroom don't go overboard and have every trinket you know scattered around but a unique room kind of shows your child's personality and I love to sell houses that have personality and they were saying and I tell this to my clients all the time rather than just being another three bedroom two bath house it's the one with the awesome race car themed room yeah right now and it makes people remember now I will say that (laughs) the way I look at homes like that is how much primer is it going to take for me to cover that wall <laughs> and so the Harley Davidson theme room that was black on the top and orange on the bottom oh we're God. like that's a lot of primer yeah. to try and paint so mm-hmm. um, you know you might want to tone down something like that but most kids rooms are kind of lighter colors yeah and, oh yeah and Cheryl you brought up one more point about asking for help oh yeah I don't be afraid to reach out and get some resources I mean uh, a lot of us live close to family members or moms and dads I have seen them come to the rescue with their mop and their vacuum cleaner and just come in and help or I think probably something even better is just take the kids for the afternoon Mm -hmm. or call your best friend I mean we you know well you do it with your dogs I know some people you're like I'll I'll take it same thing even getting your dogs out for the afternoon can help if you're trying to get clean under their cages and and do some other things so don't be afraid to find somebody to help you out or call a babysitter that matter of fact my daughter I think I've 
volunteered her <laughs> more than once to, uh, she's got some new clients. I told her she owes me a part of all that. But, you yeah, know, she'll, she'll, she'll come over and babysit while we're all working yeah. for oh, a few nice. hours. So that's, that's nice. a that's great, great yeah, it's a great treat. Well, you just gave me a perfect segue because I wanted to talk just briefly about, you know, we've talked about kids and we've blamed it all on kids and that's cool. <laughs> but it's difficult to sell with pets too. Can be, yeah. And I don't know if you've got any tips or ideas on... on well, yeah, you know, I mean, I think one of the things that gets people right right off the bat is sometimes the smell when yep. they walk in. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's a... That one's hard to conquer without spending a little bit of money yeah. if you need to. Um, of course, if you can move their cages, um, typically we've moved into patios or out on in a garage mm-hmm. for a short time. Um you know, there's some little things you can do. Like I, I know I talked in a little Facebook video. I talked about putting some vinegar in front of an open window mm-hmm. and just let some fresh air in, <laughs> bake some cookies. But yeah. it doesn't um, take that all away. But I think if the animal is not present, it makes it a lot yeah. easier. I don't think they want to open a door and the cat come flying out at them, which yeah. which I've been through some houses. Oh, have you that, had to chase through a, a cat uh, that got out of the house in high heels in the snow oh, down a busy street? Gosh, no. I'm not saying I have, but I might have. <laughs> but you've heard about before. So I don't think they're hard. You know, animal lovers are going to love it no matter what. Yeah. But people who don't, who yeah. love the house, and I'm sure when you get feedback from people, they'll yeah. be like, eh, I just didn't really like the smell, not, I mean, there's ways to conquer that once yeah. they buy the house. So I hate for that to be. But if they can be away and yeah. they're not barking the whole time, they're walking through there. <laughs> yeah. um, it sometimes can be harder. Yeah, I, I now look back in horror because about 15, 12 years ago, I don't know, it was a while ago. Well, before I was in real estate, I sold a house that I owned and I had two dogs and I worked, you know, nine to five or whatever. And I couldn't, I had a friend who could sometimes come and take them for walks and sometimes they were there. And I know they must have barked like crazy. And like now as a realtor, I look back and I think, oh my God, I'm like the worst client ever. (laughs) Like I just didn't, it didn't occur to me. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, well, I don't know. That's what I got to do. I'm single and, you know, and I'm not going to take the dogs and that's what it is. So. Definitely, you know, there's more and more now doggy daycares um, or people who can take the dogs. And I definitely encourage that as much as possible because you're Mm -hmm. right. I mean, if someone isn't a pet person, um, I also, you know, encourage people to move the pet bowls, move the the food, you know, those all have Mm -hmm. odors. Um, and, uh, and that makes a big difference. My biggest tip on odors, and I swear if I could invent, I have this dream in my head, um, of like, uh, you know how they have like flea bombs and stuff. Mm -hmm. I want a smell bomb where you like just bomb the shit out of the house and it, and literally the smell goes away. I don't, that doesn't exist, but that's my dream. I'm going to invent it one day and I'm going to make a million dollars. Um, (laughs) even if it were a short time, like like it would work for two hours before, yeah, right before the show and then go, right. Um, I will tell you, I mean, people do, if you go heavy with the deodorizer or plugins and things like that, people go, what are you trying to cover Mm up? And some people have bad reactions to those, but the best tip that I can give people is to dehumidify the house. Turn up that AC because that dries your air out. And there's a scientific explanation. Someone out there um, can probably explain to me. You know who could explain it to me? Joe. Uh, Joe could. <laughs> Joe, if you're listening. Uh, in the chemistry lab there, you can explain it to me. But the, the stink molecules cling to Karen's left <laughs> Cling to the, humi- the water droplets in the humidity. And I've had some homes that it's just a matter of keeping the AC really, really low so that it's really dry or running a dehumidifier will help a lot when it's summertime and it's humid Mm -hmm. um then you don't want to open your windows because you're bringing more humidity in and that really deals with the 
not everything you can, can be done free or free of charge, but the duct cleaning yeah. and just changing your filters. Yes, that makes a is big another, difference. I mean, it, it may not take it all the way, yeah. but it sure does. It yeah. sure does make an right. impact. Huh? And I think having someone like Cheryl or your realtor come into the house and give you an honest um, appraisal of, yeah. you know, what does the house smell? And I have clients say, tell me the truth. Because, you yeah. know, we get used to our own house to right. smell. Right. So tell me the truth, does it smell kind of thing. Um, I do remember when I sold that house in Greenwood, my realtor at the time, she goes, are you sensitive or can I be honest? <laughs> and I was like, I guess you can be honest. But afterwards, I was like, guess I'm a little sensitive, but okay. You know, she was like, take that down. That's crazy. You know? yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was like, well, all right. Um, so, you know, I definitely would have uh, appreciated that input of things. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today, Cheryl. Again, your uh, best way to reach you is? I'd say Facebook. Yeah. Consider it done. Transition services. You can leave me a message. It's got my phone number. You can give me a call and also my, my web address. So, awesome. Well, know. I hope you'll keep coming back because Love this is too. always such great information. I'll definitely be sending yeah. this show out to a lot Thanks of sellers to me. listen to. It. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Karen and Rachel, for joining us again. And thank you all for listening. And we will be back next week with, I'm pretty excited about next week's shows too. Mm-hmm. I, I've had like three weeks straight with Cheryl and then we've got a guest coming. <laughs> coming uh, the next two weeks that I'm super excited about too. So um, be sure to tune in for another exciting episode. And as always, listen to our past episodes too. Thank you. Have a wonderful day and we will be back. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets.